Hello, and welcome to Stephen Rollins' Beer Podcast. Number 75. 75? Yeah. Flying along. Yeah, that's uh, three quarters of a hundred. Wow. See, I'm good at this. A tenth of 750. Wow. <laughs> Excellent. Um, on that note, I'm going to realise I've forgotten the bottle opener and hope Steve's got one. Yeah, I've got one somewhere. Okay, so uh, before we get on to this week's beer, I've got some corrections and mistakes to apologise for. Oh, God, here we go. So, I apologise so for Roland's poor research. This is two two weeks now that we we did a head whilst you were away. Yes. And we've actually had quite a bit of feedback on, on both of them, so I'm going to quickly mention both. Uh, the Adnams. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't throw great memories. Firstly, a quick correction from uh, Steve at the Beer O'Clock Show, pointed out that um, Fuller's have got their Frontier Lager, so they've kind of gone into that um, craft-type thing, mm-hmm. sub-brand bit as well, which okay. I missed. Uh, and he also points out that he thinks Adnam's ghost ship is really good. It's okay, he's allowed to be wrong. I don't mind. Um, he did invite I like us all sorts of people to be wrong about stuff. He um, did invite us down to go and try it on cask. I, I've got to say, it's one of those beers I think could be very different on cask near the brewery. There's all, like, I always jump back to London Pride that is undrinkable unless you go to drink it in the right pubs in London. It's actually mm, quite I, pleasant. I, I, I've, so I, I've, I've drunk ghost ship on draft. Uh, not near to the brewery but yeah. in, in other places and it, it always always leaves me feeling cold uh, I don't feel any different to it now than I, I, I did back then but like, I, I, I joke about allowing people to be wrong but like we all like different things and we all are, we all have different levels of stuff like London Pride I think is a, is a good yeah. one like I can't drink the stuff no, and, and, I, and even when I found it in places that, yeah. that are meant to be the good bits in London I'm yeah, still not, go, not for you <sighs> you know so yeah. okay and um, so jumping on to Lagunitas from last week um, firstly, a correction, I got my rankings a bit mixed up. So, overall, Sierra Nevada is the second largest, Lagunitas is the fifth largest, okay. sorry, in craft brewers. In terms of brewers overall in the US, so not just the craft ones, Sierra Nevada is the seventh biggest, and Lagunitas is the 11th biggest. Mm-hmm. Also, I saw you tweet and correct that. Yeah. Also, uh, what, why it hate, tasted horrible. So, I had a bottle of Lagunitas IPA... At a Weatherspoons this weekend, and it was very pleasant. Okay. Um, the reason it tasted horrible was diacetyl, which is a it's a, an off flavour that I've heard people talk about before, but I've never actually tasted it. So that's kind of interesting in that sense. Um, it's one of the flavour components that gives butter its distinctive flavour. Okay. They stick it into things like spreads and margarines and stuff to make it taste vaguely buttery. Otherwise, they would just kind of taste nothing. Okay. Uh, hence why when we had lots of it in our bottle it tasted pretty bad and why does it happen? it can happen because of mistakes in the brewing if you've got a very slow brewing process it can happen but given that it's that kind of brewery that seems unlikely Mm -hmm. it's much more likely that it's due to some infection or something that's got contaminating into the bottles while it was being bottled there's probably not really any way they could know about it until it ended up in people's bottles I suspect Okay, Did, was there anybody else that had the similar issue? Yeah, Will, Will Moran, uh, who uh, helped out uh, Indy Manum, chatting on Twitter, he, he noticed exactly the same thing. Okay. And a couple of other people I noticed seemed quite unhappy, and I, I suspect that could have been the same, same kind of thing. Um, okay. So, uh, and it happened in my bottle at home as well, so there's obviously a few, a few in that batch would end up getting caught out for whatever reason on that one. Okay. Cool. Right, let's move on to this so, week's. Yeah, this week's beer is uh, from uh, Westerham, and it's Audit Ale. Um, we should talk about the label first of all. What do you think? Um, 
I'm, I like the label. Yeah. And the reason I like it is I kind of know something about it, which is that this label is based on the 1930s original label for this beer. And actually, it looks, it looks authentically old to me. Yeah. And I like that because it is what it is. Yeah, I, I like it until you get round to the back. Yeah, the there's far too much good. writing on the back for me for my liking, and far too much of this bittersweet smell, taste, bloody blah. Um, but I really like that on the front. Yeah, on the front, I really like as well. I, I'm with you there. I think that um, it, it it tells me exactly what I'm going to get. Yeah, it tells um, you it's it's not just another yeah, you know, generic supermarket one. This is something of a particular style, but also a little bit different. A little and bit the six point two percent surprised me from the the actual look of the the bottle and label that yeah. I didn't expect it to be so high and I'm sure there's a very good reason for it Don't and I will indeed. let you tell us why while okay. I sup on it here. So th this is uh, West Ham Brewery who found in 2009 uh, in Kent and um, we mustn't hold this against him but the, the guy who found it, Robert Wick, was a former HSBC investment banker mm -hmm. and he we got... like former ones, it's only the current ones we've <laughs> So he, he worked with a Canadian brewmaster Anthony Richardson to get himself set up and he's now gone back to Canada they produce a range of a fairly traditional type of beers um, but what's kind of interesting is that this is there's been a brewery in Western since the 1600s in 1841 the Black Eagle Brewery was established there and the uh, Robert Day who established it had been brewing his porters in London and he wanted to somewhere to brew his pale beers. Yeah. As traditional how they, they did it at the time, they brewed dark beers in London, pale beers somewhere outside London where the water was better for, for pale beers. So they were a huge, huge employer in the town, one of the biggest employers in the town for a long time, right up to 20th century. In 1948, they got caught up in the big six consolidating. So they got taken over by Taylor Walker, then got combined with Incoop and... In the March of '65, they were closed down when the breweries kind of consolidated themselves into single, single stuff. Yeah. So, basically, uh, Robert went to, to said, "I want to restart that brewery." So he's got the name, but he also went and got the yeast, which they'd have used originally. So a sample of the yeast had been set aside in. Uh, I'm correct on that. I think it's the '50s. And they'd set aside a sample of the yeast. So he was able to go back and get the original yeast and buy the rights to that from Carlsberg, who own them now. Okay. And uses British malt, so they've got their own borehole. Kent hops for 96% of their beers. So very much a traditional type of thing. And this is a very traditional beer. Mm-hmm. This I mean, is... I, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know what it's... I, I haven't read on there what it is, but for me it tastes like... Um... Like a solid, good bitter. Like a mm. man's bitter that I'm going to drink on a Saturday afternoon while watching World of Sport in the club. <laughs> so this is... Um, audit ales were strong beers. Mm -hmm. Basically, they, it all comes from the Oxford and Cambridge universities where their audit was like a, their yearly AGM type thing. And they had... they get a good beer in, the best beer, the strong beer, to celebrate... Okay. And this is the, the beer that was set aside for it. So it's a good beer. This is to 1938 recipe. Um, again, from the original brewery's books. 
the East Train from that 1959. Um, yeah, and that's that's pretty much it. Um, an interesting kind of one because I think this is pretty authentic, as as close as you're going to get to an authentic beer of the 40s. Mm -hmm. So I get stereotyped very much as having liking IPAs, pale beers, bloody blah, you know. Yeah. And I think I've said a few times here that like I'm a big porter fan. Yeah. Like Milds. And I do like a good bitter. Yeah. But I rarely find a good bitter. Like, for me, the majority of bitters nowadays mean weak. Yeah. Like, bland. Bland. Uh, sweet, mass produced. Sweet. Too much sweetness in there. Like, just, yeah. you know, just meh. Out of balance. Yeah. yeah. Um, and when I find beers like this, I like... Yeah, bitters. Like I do like this. Is, this is what we is like. It, is it a bitter? I mean, I don't know. Is it? Do I, I guess it, it kind of it, it closely fits into bitters and like a strong bitter kind of. Yeah, range. It kind of, it's kind of what I would call a good bitter. Like this yeah. is what you know, and I'd expect that bit of bite in there. You know, good. Yeah, you know. and I'll tell you what I love. I love that yeast. Mm. So, what happened in after they put the sample aside in the fifties? It was like nineteen fifty nine. They put the sample aside. Was as we went into mass market commercialization, all that kind of thing. All the big breweries started to clean up their yeast. Yeah. So they used to make they wanted to make it more efficient, more reliable, less interesting. Yeah. So this is actually I believe this is a, a dual yeast change. There's actually two types of yeast coexisting together. Yeah. Whereas nowadays they're all single single strains. They all produce a very clean, repeatable flavour. Can, like, we, can we call it Mr. and Mrs. Yeast? I like we, we can call it yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Yeast. Yeah. 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 Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Yeast in here together. Yeah. Just give a whole lot more interest. Than most of the modern yeasts tend to. I, so, I, I saw the bottle earlier and I looked at it and I was thinking, oh yeah, well, you know, that looks, but I don't think I'm going to like it. <laughs> you know, like, I, I love yeah. the idea of it. I didn't think I would particularly like the execution of it, but I, I'm very, like, I've been really worried because the last few beer bods I've been super negative. Um, I, I've been super negative about lots of the beers that we've been having. To, like, since, since we had um, the uh, Michela, yeah, you know, I've you, kind of gone. Oh, this is, yeah, I felt really, I felt grumpy, and I don't want to be grumpy. Listen, I like beer. I, I'm a, <laughs> we do like beer. I wholeheartedly endorse it as a thing. Um, <laughs> but like, we've just had some stuff that I just think is really, really sucks. Yeah, this is exactly the kind of beer I want beer bods to do. No. I, it's disappointing. Like last week when we did Lagunitas, I was expecting to like that one, and that was disappointing because of the. What happened with that bottle? Yeah. Um, I say that the the Adnams, I think we both felt was a bit disappointment. But but, 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 but yeah. into the extent of the Lagunitas, you know, you said yourself you went into with with the spoons, which and is to get on your one, doorstep, yeah. and you got one there. Like that's great that those beers are now more available. Yeah. But I don't want beer bods to give me the stuff that's more available. I want it to give me this. And so this... next time I see we Westerham, yeah. I am gonna buy one. Now this like, is really good because like, these are a a small brewery. Yeah. They've only just started actually bottling this beer. Yeah. I've also done another. They've done a stout to an old recipe as well. Nice. Um, I, actually, all their beers, I believe, use this yeast strain. So uh, actually, yeah, you say I'm, I would be really happy to try some more of their stuff when I want a kind of traditional yeah. English style and, beer. And, it's and really good. And that's what I think. You know, that's what's great about them. Mm. You can embrace a brewery like this. No. I guess there's a danger that if, if beer bods get too big, they won't be able to get beers like that. And um, and I hope that they get really big and they have like two, <laughs> two different subscriptions going or something. But th this is great. Um, this is this is a solid, interesting, tasty, delicious beer that I would very happily go and uh, I'd go and buy a case of this. Uh, in fact, I'm tempted. Uh, incidentally, for any home brewers out there, 
This is definitely one to try and get the, the yeast out of the bottle. I think this is definitely this is killer yeast. Mm. This is this is really good yeast. Um, I don't I know really enough about yeast to really understand that, but I know that it's a killer drink. It, it tastes fantastic. It's got a great like, complexity to it. It's got great depth. Yeah. It's the flavours. It changes in the mouth as it as it kind of gets. Um, as it sits in there, you get you, the flavours. Yeah, there's are lots of stuff going in there. Super complex. I mean, and really that's that yeast. Yeah. That, that for me, that's the, I, like the malts. It's good, but if you brewed this, if you gave this to a conventional big regional brewer, gave the recipe and let them do what they would always do with it, we'd be going, yeah, it's fine. It's the fact that he's gone to that effort of got he's got good ingredients. Yeah. He's got good local malts, hops. Yeast, he's got the water. I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily all that stuff agree. With stuff. The, I don't necessarily agree with the whole local th- local malts and local yeast. Like, lo- sorry, local yeah, malts and local hops. But you, I don't think you need that necessarily. I think you get good ingredients. No. are super important. I like, if you're going to go for like yeah, uh, for so, you know, like, like good ingredients, it makes everything. You know, that's that's what you need to do. I think like local helps with good ingredients because it's on your doorstep. It's much easier to go and check that you're getting good of, there's things. There's a lot of crap in the local stuff as well. I, I sometimes it's, it's, it's an overused buzzword. I'd I'd rather just look at. Good, good ingredients. Um, then absolutely. Yeah, if you can get local and good, then I'm sure sure that's a double bonus. But um, no, I, th- I I I think it's good. I think I'm ready to chuck a score out there. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I like it very much. I think it tells me on the label what it is, and I say that that's something I like on a bottle. Uh, and it do- I knew exactly what we were going to get here. It was going to be a, a bit. I didn't realise quite how good it was. Yeah. It's over delivered on the taste, which is always good. Awesome. Thing. Um, I really like it being 6.2 and I don't normally you know we normally go oh it's 6.2 but actually I think this beer is one that benefits from being 6.2 because it raises it to somewhere different Um, it's delicious I I I would go and find some more of their beers I will go and find some more of their beers I would love to buy a few more of these to have uh, for for special occasions, because I don't want to drink. We might split a box between us actually, might yeah yeah no no might you might be getting getting an email from us yeah um, like it a lot. Nine and a half. You know what? I think I might be, be having to scare people here. Um, I agree entirely. Mm-hmm. This is... I've, I, I've had very high expectations having read that research. And it's probably over-delivered on those as well. Um, it's everything I want from a good beer. It's a bit strong, but that's great because it gives you that lovely rich mouth feel. It's really deep and, and luxurious almost. It's got loads of flavour, lots of complexity... Um, I think it's going to be a good one. As you say, I'd love to put a few bottles in my cupboard to dig out for interesting occasions like that. I'm very happy because of that. I go to strong bitter. Yes. So um, nine and a half. Yeah. I, 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 you know, for me, it's, I don't know what it, I, the only thing it would do to get a 10 for me is to get rid of some of that writing on the back. And, and maybe do something with the bottle shape. <laughs> like, it's like, you, you're talking cosmetic, because actually the beer inside, I would love to try that on draft. I can oh, imagine, oh, yeah. Be, you know, like, I can imagine that would be amazing. You yeah. know, um, yeah. Keg or casket would just sing. Um, yeah, nice. That's great. I mean, this is what, I'm really pleased this is what beer bods should be about. This is, I'm glad that they're back on game. Um, I got worried for a while, because I, I, I've not been enjoying it nearly as much. Yeah. But this is, uh, for my beer discovery program, this is exactly what we want. Exactly what we these, want. I think, for me, are like some of the hardest to find. Yes, like finding good craft type ones is pretty easy because there's lots of people talking about that and they're on Twitter and they're all of that kind of thing. 
finding these kind of guys who are doing like old recipes and traditional but styles. You, but is, but is it, isn't it funny though that you know we talk about craft and the camera kind of style things. Yeah, yeah. This would keep both of them really happy. This because not because of anything else apart from. It's a tasty beer. Tasty beer wins every time. Absolutely, know? it does. Um, yeah. And this is a solid, good, tasty beer um, that I think... I, I, well, I'll be interested to watch the Twitter feed tonight because I, uh, I think this will get a lot of love. Yeah, I really hope so. Yeah, No, I think you will. Because I think it'll appeal to that broad section. I yeah. think people who like the craft stuff will get it. People who like the tradi- more traditional style will get it. Because... Yeah. It's just solid, like, good it, ingredients in a good beer. A good reminder for me of that kind of those Scotch ales that we've had sometimes if you're into those... It, 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 that, is, that it is. It is a. It's. It's probably rich. one or two percent of being something like that. Yeah. It's. It's. Uh, you wouldn't want to drink too much of it, but no, it's good. Yeah, good. Good. I think that's always waffling now. So. Yeah. So let's drink up and shut up, eh? Done.